podcast. Um, our 37th in the history of this podcast. 37th? Yep, celebratory 37th edition. Wow. Yeah. Um, my name is James Smith. I work at Inside Sport magazine, as does this bloke, Jeff Centenera. When I do work, yes. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're there in spirit, aren't we? <laughs> On a regular we're, basis. We're there in body too, you know. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to, the, to this, this week's show, uh, recorded in the build-up to round one of the 2018 season. <laughs> now now I, I, I'll do that thing where I'm amazed that, yes, the season is only two days away. Yeah, wow. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's such a short off season now, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. But, you know, as you were saying, that um, yeah, it, uh, season's always started at this time. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I mean... Uh, that's it, right. Uh, I, that's right. I looked, I looked way back into 1986 a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, sure enough, it started on the 8th of March, mm. so... Yeah, but it just, just never seems that way, does it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so on this week's show, we're going to um, share a few of our thoughts on, on the coming season as far as the ladder um, positions are concerned. Uh, uh, we're going to um, start a weekly segment called What to Watch For uh, ahead, of the, ahead of the NRL matches, and uh, we're also going to run through some very interesting listener responses um, that you guys gave us a yeah, fortnight ago. Fantastic once again, um, <laughs> people. You know, it's uh, it's you, you know, we think you guys should be doing the podcast so we can yeah. listen to you, or I can listen to you. That'd I, be I cool. about James. That'd be cool. James needs to think has things to say about rugby league. I really don't. I'm just here to enable him. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so we didn't do a show last week. Because we were too exhausted after deadline. I was, I was ready to go. You I, was, I was game, yeah. Maybe I didn't work as hard on, on deadline <laughs> week as you did. Yeah. I worked pretty hard on that AFL special edition. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not true. James was, working, was putting in very, very hard yards regarding the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. again, here we go again, starting our Rugby League podcast talking about sports other than rugby league that, that's anyway right. so that, that's, that's the best kind of entree to say what is the most rugby league thing we did this week yeah our, our, kind of our usual first segment yeah and i am again going to divert from talking about rugby league and say i was in afl country i was in melbourne i spent most of the last week in melbourne uh but um one interesting thing i, I was actually out visiting uh, reporting a story about a about an afl club i'm not going to say because i think you're not interested out there <laughs> but, but you, you, by process of elimination you'll be able to tell because i did come very close to uh the storms training facility oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. out at um storms training facility oh no, sorry storms facility oh yeah yeah, yeah out, out near amy and yep. um that's yeah, great uh, around that area, isn't it? it is it is and that's that's yeah. kind of the thing when I, I can remember we were having a conversation about this, and when you brought it up, you said, you know, it's a really kind of good area, that sporty, sporting precinct, yeah, and it really is. And I guess one of the things that um, I visit enough footy clubs now to, to kind of come to appreciate, you know, kind of their facilities, yeah. you know, because that really is their working environment. That's their day-to-day. It's their office. It's their, that's yeah. their day-to-day. It, it, it's pretty much the only um, material thing they have. It, it? it really is. I mean, yeah. we tend to associate their work as being game day, but, yeah. like, that's almost like the production. The work is, yeah, what they do between Monday to Friday yeah. uh, at their, you know, kind of at where, where they do their training, where they go to have their meetings, where, you know, yeah. the, the football department and so forth gets to... You know, comes together to you know kind of discuss what what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I've become intrigued about kind of these uh, these work environments, like how in some parts they're really really luxe, and in how in other parts they're really really basic. Yeah. And yeah. you know, kind of what level of amenity you need to actually be successful. But um, 
uh, one of the things that uh, one of the main impressions I keep on taking away from there, and it actually was something that came up in discussion yep. with the AFL club I was visiting, was to talk about how you know I've, I've visited, I've done stories, multiple stories on the Swans before, and I've always you know, remarked to, to you know kind of Melbourne-based AFL clubs that you know they're so away from the spotlight here in, in Sydney, yeah. the AFL spotlight in Sydney, that they can they just get their work done with a minimum of fuss, yep. and the Melbourne Storm have the exact same advantage ah, there down, go. down yeah. there. So and, you know when you look at kind of the combination of how good kind of the whole setup is there with yeah. you know the minimum amount of uh, fuss and distraction, you can see kind of like how they're able to build up kind of you know the culture that they that they have and yeah. the, the one that we all kind of yeah appreciate and fawn over. Uh, yeah, so that was um, that was my kind of biggest brush with the uh, with the league. Yeah. <laughs> in a week full of AFL, really, for me. So, the, 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 but while you're on that, and you talked mm. about that, that, that culture word, mm. when you, I've been to a few Melbourne Storm games now. When you go to a rugby league game in Melbourne, um, it, it attracts. It's attracting a very good rugby league following there. Yeah. You, not not once do you have a look at all the people in the purple supporter gear and all that, thinking these are AFL fans yeah, dressing yeah. up like this just for the day. Yeah. It, it does feel like a genuine rugby league presence down there. Yeah, so. it's, they're not tourists coming no, to no. go look at you know the yeah. freak show. They're um, that's they're right. There because they're they're a, they're a dedicated rugby league crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of the main impressions that I had. Yeah. Um, Oh, most rugby league thing. I've been going a little <laughs> crazy lately. I know you could, you could choose from from a, from, a, from a selection. <laughs> Remember so, that the segment is the most league thing you did. So the all the things league. you did. So what was the most? Okay, the most league thing I did. Um, I, I can't split my first visit to Belmore. Yeah. That was oh, that's a very I league. Finally thing. made it there. Um, I don't know why we didn't go as kids. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Back in the day, personal safety. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that, apologies in advance. The denizens of Belmore. I, I don't mean any of this. I'm just you know for our last ever podcast. Cracking jokes. Um, I don't know. We're back in the eighties, mm. Penrith and Belmore, they were a long way uh, apart. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Dad just didn't take us. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was, wow, what a place! What a simplistic yeah. place full of. Fantastic, happy memories for for so many people. Yeah. Um, what what I really love about that that Belmore Oval, Belmore Sports Ground um, precinct is how proud they are of, of the Bulldog uh, logo. Or, yeah. Sorry, Bulldog emblem. It's mm-hmm. everywhere. There's different versions of it everywhere. Yeah. And it really, you really get a sense of how proud they are of their um, footy club. Yeah. One of the things yeah. that I find about um, kind of the way kind of the modern league has evolved is that our, our teams have a less sense of place as you know as time has gone on Definitely. particularly as they now play kind of in only two or three different you know, you know stadiums in yeah, the city yeah. uh the kind of the one or two stories i've done with canterbury that that's they're different that yeah. club they really still do have a sense of place they're still very rooted in kind of their uh in their yeah. locality, the, 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 what you're telling me uh, yeah. rings is very true to me. That yeah. there, there's still a real connection between the physical location of the football club and the actual uh, and the actual team itself. Yeah, yeah, um, and just that, that green stand too. It's got to be outside of um, ANZ Stadium. It's got to be the biggest mm. green stand in, in Sydney. It's mm-hmm. enormous. I didn't realise how many seats there were in it. Um, and the other the other thing I just want to quickly touch on. Um, I escaped the office yesterday to do a bit of roaming around. And yes, he did. We got a, um, he, ra- he rambled. <laughs> we got. A, I spoke to rambling. I spoke to Roy Masters two weeks ago now for a, um, in hindsight um, interview that we got coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing was, 
I couldn't for the life of me find any um, Victor-sponsored Western Suburbs Magpies pictures um, because that's that's uh, how we got the access to Roy. Was um, he's a Victor lawnmower uh, ambassador? I, I think that's how it's working. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, you're an yeah, ambassador yeah. for a lawnmower. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. This will be uh, easy. That's the most. Then that is the most rugby league thing <laughs> of the week. Um, the most rugby league thing from that, that yeah. from that most rugby league thing was on display at West Ashfield. We've go. got the Mark the Magpie mascot costume hanging up God, on display. Nothing beats that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. This is awesome. This is terrific. Um, the only way you can top this story is if you actually got inside the Mark <laughs> the Magpie <laughs> costume. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I... Not even I'd do that. Be, <laughs> I heard a story once. Mm. Not a story. It was... Um, I was listening to one of those drive radio shows... Um, once and uh, they were getting um, listeners to ring in uh, and tell them to tell them stories about when, when they've been a mascot. Mm. What's your mascot story? You know, mm-hmm. you know, have you ever kicked one in the wrong area or whatever like that? And uh, one guy said that he was the mascot for six or six or seven different footy clubs in oh, wow. Sydney. So it's the same guy a lot of the time. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> takes a romance out of it, doesn't that it? That is hard work. Though. <laughs> yeah, I could understand. Definitely. They're, ne- they're never fat, those yeah. people, are and they? They're they're always, and it is not easy. It's not easy to do well. No. Nah. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, there's, uh, a, um, there's a great uh, uh, video of the Chicago Bulls mascot mm. doing the rounds. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy, crazy dude, that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is a higher level of fan. <laughs> that is mas- mascot. Insanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so they, there you go. I can't sleep Belmore Sports Ground and... Um, Mark the Magpie. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'll probably get up to a few more rugby league things this week because it's round one. Yes, indeed. Probably, uh, wear a hole in the... In the no, no. Um, I'm off to Perth this weekend. Yes, you are. For a lo- long weekend of Perth stuff. That'll be, that'll be good after deadline. So, yeah, pretty historic uh, move that, that the rugby league's doing over there. Hey, I like, never thought I'd actually see the day of the, the season opening or weekend of the, of the opening round um, and two games in Perth. Mm. Yeah, it's coming along pretty well, isn't More it? More or less likely than the oil rig game. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a fair bit of logistics in that, isn't there? <laughs> where are going to get the... Where, where you gonna, who, who would you ask for that to happen? Can we play a game on an oil rig? This is your idea. You haven't thought this through, have you? No, not really. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know it, 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 I did cook it up as a as a as a solution to to a problem that really doesn't exist. What, what was the other one? Your other suggestion? That's a right, stadium yeah. across the tweet. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another logistical nightmare too. Yeah, no kidding. Instead, they've decided to you know solve that problem by going to places like uh, Optus Stadium and to Adelaide Oval. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yeah, that is how the... disappointing. Like you'd rather go there than my oil rig, but you know, <laughs> such is such is. You know, so. that, that is the actual solution to it all, isn't it? Um, okay, so now we're going to run the rule over the table, but mm-hmm. we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to give you an insight into if you bought this month's edition and you're horrified at where we've got your team situated, yes. we're about to explain Absolutely. how we arrived at that, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, basically, we've divided the competition up into. No, 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 I just want to say dartboard. <laughs> dartboard, <laughs> pieces of paper attached to the darts, and then, you know, that, that's how we did it. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. I it, was only, it was only coincidental that the New Zealand, New Zealand Warriors came in at 16. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, great year, great year ahead. Yeah. So, so sorry, you were saying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we had basically there were four, four sections of the table. The teams fit into one of four sections, so 
um, you, you can explain them better. Yeah, like, I mean, who, who are the top teams? It's, it's, it really is, I mean, when you think <clears> about <throat> it, it's more useful to think of the competition in terms of tiers rather than in terms of, well, you know, my, th you've got this team at 14th and you've got yeah. this team at 10th. Do you think, you know, this team is really that much worse? The, the, the straight answer is no, we don't think that team is that much worse uh, you know, it's certainly the difference between those two teams might be less than that between the two teams that are you know fourth and eighth. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it uh, so it, you just have to you know for the purposes of you know kind of presenting it in the magazine, it probably makes more sense. I don't know, maybe next year we just we just give people the tears. You know, if um, yeah, you know, we can make people understand <laughs> if we're good enough at explaining it. Uh, you know, in in a kind of in in yeah, through the the form of the magazine, but um, it might be a bit safer to do that because. We do get harassed a lot, don't we, over where we've put people? Well, I think, you know, the, the specific harassment we got this year, of course, was, was Canterbury and 14th. And I can actually sympathise. It really looks a bit jarring when you see them kind of there. But uh, yeah, to go back to what I said before, I don't see a lot of difference between them and the, the, the ninth or 10th place side. And okay. that's, this is a way of saying that, realistically, um, yeah, the way we kind of broke it down is that we, we saw, you know, um, we saw the, really the competition in, 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 in terms of four tiers, yep. which is to say the top tier was the, the top three teams that we had in there, which is North Queensland, the Roosters, and, and Melbourne. Yep. And to our way of thinking, uh, they constitute a tier because we thought that for the, when they look at their season, for them to say, okay, if we're going to reach our potential, that means we'll win, we can win the Premiership. Yeah, anything less... You know, which is not uh, to say that they will win the premiership, but th that is kind of you know, kind of their you know, their level of expectation. So they seem to be uh, right across the board. Wh whoever you listen to yeah. talks about those three sides. Yeah. So nothing. I think they they can there. credibly say to themselves that if they come out the end of the year and they haven't kind of made it to the grand final and won it or come really close to winning it, like uh, you know, kind of all other things being equal, yeah. injury, you know, kind of freak results and so forth. Yeah. They can say to themselves that yeah, if we haven't come really close or have actually won it, that this that constitutes a disappointing season uh, for sure for us. So um, but, so and that basically conditions the way we think about every other tier. So yeah. the next tier down, which I would argue is the next kind of what four teams? Four teams. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Penrith, Parramatta, the Broncos, and Cronulla. They can pretty much say to themselves, we should be in the finals. If we're not in the finals, that's you know that's disappointment. Yep. And in among that group too I think probably an extra thing they can say to themselves is we can build ourselves up to contender status yeah. this season should be the season in which we can elevate ourselves from here you know to contender and if they do that that you know they might win the premiership out of that but um you know, I don't think any of them can say to themselves quite honestly right now if we don't win the if we don't win the premiership well you know that's that's massively disappointing Next tier down, I'd say, kind of from about the eighth place team to the to the thirteenth uh, place team, thirteenth, fourteenth. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'd say about the yeah to about the the. I'd say well here this is this is where we in, this is where we kind of embarked on our biggest point of disagreement in the, in these <laughs> rankings because I don't have much faith in Gold Coast. Yeah. And you do. Okay. So I, I would not include, in, in my own kind of mental, in my own mental framework, I wouldn't have included Gold Coast in this tier. I actually see there's a d definite potential for Gold Coast to fall down the snake and so end up in the bottom three. So these teams are from 8th, the Dragons, ninth, Canberra, 
Manly, we're having 10th. Titans in 11th and Souths in 12th. But I'd also include, I'd also probably include Canterbury in that group as well. I oh, think right. Canterbury can probably tell themselves, like, um, okay. you know, they're, they're, yeah, what's his group? What, what was well, this, this is the group that would be happy to make the finals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, very, they make, if they good. make the finals, this you know, constitutes progress for them. Yeah. Um, because basically, because for most of them, either they didn't make the finals last year or they kind of were on the thin side of making the finals. So to make another one would consolidate kind of their status. So we've had discussions, um, you know, between ourselves all the time, and a lot of them end up end up going the same way. You're not the biggest fan no, of the Titans, are no, you? No, no. I, right. I, I, I have my here's doubts. Here's your chance to air it to the world. <laughs> oh God, here we yeah. go. I have my doubts about. I just have my yeah. doubts about the top line talent there. You know, it's um, yeah. Uh, and as far as how their year could go, I mean, there are two things. Like, firstly, that. The younger talent, you know, the, the Ash Taylor type figures. Yeah. Um, Nathan Peets, I think, is probably you know, kind of towards a top level talent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they kind of move into that class of player, I yeah. guess that I guess that changes you know, kind of their their ceiling. Uh, the other thing I could concede too is you know is their coach, who I think uh, yeah. Garth Brennan, who I, you know, plainly you know very well regarded. So yeah, if he if he indeed turns out to be kind of a you know uh, again uh, a very high level coach uh, could change like uh, the the projection for Gold Coast but beyond that I mean they're not really a side with kind of the pedigree or you know even kind of the base out there on, Jeez, yeah, on the GC man. that uh, that convinces me that oh yeah this is a team that um, yeah that can you know, kind of. Uh, that, that, that gives me any kind of guarantee that they'll be they'll be in the reckoning for the finals. Yeah, I'm but, exactly uh, the opposite to you. Mm. Ash Taylor has me really excited for are the you, next ten years. Yeah. He's but what does that what does that mean? Do you are you are you willing to say that he'll be kind of like you know, Queensland's number seven within a season? Um, will he well, be one of the Will he be one of the three best halves in the comp <laughs> by next year? Because that's that's pretty much what I'm kind of angling towards. Okay, so, so JT's gone. Mm. Oh, Cooper's there. Mm. Morgan. Mm. Um, I, I okay. This is where I stand with with Taylor. I reckon Nathan Cleary has hogged a lot of mm. the airspace. Yep. He he was Nathan Cleary last year and the year before. Yep. Ash Taylor. He's got such a good. He's got a, such a confidence in, in in his game management. Mm-hmm. I hate using that term, by the way. Um, but he knows... Why, game the, management? Yeah. Why do you hate using the term game management? Because it makes a halfback's talent um, seem textbook, mm. whereas he, he really does steer right. the okay. team around. Yeah, And they've got... So, I mean, as I was saying, like, it was put together after, um, you know, Penrith... Uh, second rower Bryce Cartwright signed with them, but they they do have a, a pretty good forward pack now. Got Proctor, um, you know, all those players. I, 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 I don't them. think played particularly well last <laughs> no, year. Not, not, around, mean, not around the Anzac period, anyway. <laughs> exactly. So here's the thing. Like, <laughs> let me just kind of finish off. Like, the, sorry, to, sorry, the, the theory, the, sorry the, the, the theorizing about the yeah, yeah, no, theorizing about the tears. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I'll, I'll kind of pose it. Question to pose a, pose a smackdown of James. That's not fair. I'm allowed to <laughs> post them at you. You're not allowed to do it to me. <laughs> but anyway, so the fourth tier, I would kind of say, composing of say the, the last three teams, and, and these yep. are three teams that I think would just be happy to stay off the bottom of the ladder. Okay, so you know, anything that's off the bottom of the ladder is is going to be you know kind of uh, you know kind of going to be a good thing kind of for them. But it, the, the, you know, to return to this idea, you know, kind of this just this argument about the Gold Coast. Uh, and this is the thing I always struggle with you, James. 
you're the classic person that has fifteen, has like yeah, thirteen yeah. final steps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're the person who can generally see the good in every, in every <laughs> side, and, and because of that, I, my frustration in preparing, and I, I've been through this exercise now with a few years with you. You, you, yeah, it's always difficult to nail you down to an eight because you always have, you can always see a reason why five other teams will be in the eight. And that's, my, how, and that's how we end up, kind of. It, it, that's it, why it, my um, origin squads are always 55 <laughs> men squads. <laughs> that's an interesting insight, man. I, I didn't that's even realize because I New that. South Wales could probably use 55 players to beat the Queenslanders. <laughs> <laughs> given, given 55 players on the field, they probably might be able to win. <laughs> I, I can see where you're going because mm. I'm, I'm really excited about the West Tigers this year. And yeah, but here's the, here's the question yeah. I pose to you. Yeah. Is that excitement for them to get to 7th or 8th, or yeah. is that excitement for them to get to 10th and then looking like a side that could kind of get to 7th yeah. yeah. or 8th in time? And that to me is when th- that is the way I kind of look at preseason. Fair enough. I mean, I think a lot of fans are always in kind of going on about like the best case scenario or looking for the thinnest reason of why they might be able to, you know, <laughs> wonder of wonders win the premiership that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I, it's always kind of about. And this will kind of relate to a theme that we've got developing in this podcast is what is it that constitutes satisfaction for a fan? Like, you know, yep. I, think, I think we've got really smart fans in every sport. Definitely. I think the smart ones say to themselves, okay, this is where my club is at. Yep. What actually constitutes progress this season? Because that's all you want to see. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're, if you're supporting, you know, the fifth worst side in the comp, yep. I, I think... It's pretty unreasonable, even even to in in the fans' own mind, that we're going to be you know playing for the premiership this year. But to contend for it, that's good. That constitutes progress. Or to get to the intermediate stage between contention and you know and uh, and kind of you know and being kind of a bottom three, bottom four side. That that you know that is a you know that you know, that's a thing that I think a fan can can look towards. So these four going teams, backwards is always the, is always kind of the thing you don't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's when you lose your coach, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So these four teams at the end are uh, more no more like more like <laughs> three. I, I, you know, oh, three I, okay. I'm still in disagreement that I think. Would you put Newcastle in that previous bunch of teams that we we're talking about? I oh, know it's the Bulldogs you wanted in there, but we've got Newcastle ranked higher than the Bulldogs. Yeah, because I think here's the funny thing: I think yeah. the, the the expectations for Canterbury are that they can play finals because they were only in the finals a year ago. Yep. So here's the difference in... I think Newcastle can finish higher than them, but I think Newcastle will just be happy if they don't, don't finish last again. Oh, okay. Whereas for Canterbury, it's completely different. If they yeah. Canterbury were to finish in the bottom four, that would be a disaster. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would think, okay, we... You know, worse, you know, like we can reasonably expect to finish 6th, 7th, or 8th. Okay, yeah. Is, is what I'm saying. Whereas if... I tell you what, if Newcastle finished 12th, they'd be happy. And if they finished 6th, 7th or 8th, they'd be over the moon yeah, right yeah. now. Just as long as they don't finish 16th. Where Pretty much. They have for the last Pretty three much. years. Yeah. And I, I must admit, having just <laughs> carried on about kind of what, what yeah, fans seeing things in the best case scenario... I, I don't know. I mean, with Newcastle, you can pretty much talk yourself into it because they really have overhauled yeah. kind of the, the roster in a way that you very rarely see in the yep. league. So... Like looking at how all those pieces come together, I mean, it's enticing. You know, there's always a team. This is another uh, phenomenon we talk about every year. Mm. What's the team that kind of gets people so excited? The new team that gets people so excited in every preseason that they naturally get overrated. Yeah. You know, I mean, for us last year it was Canberra. Everyone was so excited about you know Canberra popping back 
to the top again and the style of football that they played, we all probably collectively overrated them. Like we put them, at, we put them at number one. So, so you know, it's, it's um, interesting that you say that because yeah. before that that really good season that they had, they weren't hovering around the top no, or anything. They not just, at all. They were, they were, yeah, and also Ren. Um, okay, so just to narrow, just to um, finish off this segment, we've got the Cowboys at one, Roosters at two. Uh, Storm at three. So, which is to say to you that we think that if any of those sides were to win yep. the Premiership, that's not a surprise. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, next group, Penrith at fourth. This is after 25 rounds, isn't it? Uh, para fifth. 26 even. Um, para fifth, sorry. We've we're being attacked here. Yeah. <laughs> By uh, Canary supporters. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. I am supporting, I'm supporting the Bulldogs. <laughs> Um, I'm walking back what I thought about Belmore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get them back on Truly. Yeah. Uh, so Penrith falls, Parrot fifth, Brisbane sixth, uh, Sharks seventh, and Dragons eighth. No, Dragons are more, uh, no, is, sorry, is in the class of teams that I'd say is one tier okay. down. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the four teams that I said were, were, were Penrith, Para, Cronulla, and Brisbane that were Brisbane. in kind of that next tier down. Okay, next tier. We're in second tier, rather. Okay, so third. George belongs in the next tier okay, after that. third tier. Although, you know, if you want to talk about the way you feel about Gold Coast is the way I feel about St. George. I think St. George is going to be really good this year. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. Um, they should be. So Saints in eighth, Canberra in ninth, Manly tenth, Gold Coast eleventh, South Sydney twelfth. So uh, in the final group, uh, as we said, uh, Newcastle in 13th, Bulldogs 14th, Tigers 15th, and Warriors 16th. Um, Save you your complaints thusly to uh, Jay Smith, <laughs> Inside Sport. Yeah, yeah, and I'll... Um, St. Leonard's, <laughs> New South Wales, 2065. We'll bat that one, bat that one back, backwards and forwards. Um, okay, so uh, after all that jibber, um, we're, at the, we're at the start of the season, uh, and, and we're having a yarn off air. Instead of going through all the games, which every other podcast and website and blah blah is going to do, we're just going to each week uh, nominate something that we're most looking forward to about this weekend. Uh, what was yours again? Mine was, uh, at the start of every season, I'm always intrigued to see kind of how the, the TV broadcasters... Ah, yeah, the, the presentation and Yeah, stuff, basically yeah. what... How, how they present the new season yeah. and the kind of things that they're focusing on. Like, because that to me is a useful meter, a useful metric of kind of what's being hyped yeah, in, in the early season. And yeah. then it's always curious to rem- remember at season's end, yeah, what were we so excited about at the start <laughs> of the year that didn't kind of bear any relation to the actual course of the season? Is it the actual presentation and colours on the screen? Yeah, pretty about? much. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. down to colour choices, down to which players they're focusing on, yeah. which kind of popular music they've decided to kind of <laughs> choose out at, at any one time. I love the little always... sound effects that Fox has, like, yeah. when, whenever there's a, 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 a stat box that comes across, yeah. the screen it goes, you. Very you, true. You. Very true. Yeah. And then, like, you know, something like, who's the new kind of ex-player or commentator who's moved yeah. around? I mean, th- these are all the things that kind of Really flavor kind of yeah. the early part of the, you know, the the part of the, se- the early part of the season for me. It actually forms a part of the way I remember the season. But the, cool. the thing that I kind of uh, my, 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 the thing that's always lodged in my head about round one, and we're, this is the thing that we were actually talking about, was how a few years ago when uh, when Sonny Bill returned to, to the NRL, and they nine did this thing in game one. Well, it was channel nine, wasn't it? It was yeah. nine because yeah. the Roosters were playing in, uh, in in the very first first game. I think it was a Thursday night game. Yeah. And what they had done is they would recorded some kind of audio of Sonny Bill, kind of obviously in the lead up week, 
And what they were doing with it is they were kind of piping it over live game action, and it was so creepy. It sounded like the ghost of Sonny Bill was haunting this game, or he was like kind of narrating it the way that you know, like you have those creepy movie narrations. I remember that, and you know, it was just the overall effect for me, like you know, kind of as a watcher, was like you know, people will say that no, no single individual is bigger than the game, but you could have you could have convinced me (laughs) in that circumstance that Channel Nine believed that Sonny Bill was bigger than the entire NRL. At that point, you know so, how you, you know. can tell that that was not a very good idea mm. um, because they don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been hilarious if they did it with Sam Burgess <laughs> with his accent yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next few years. It's like, what, slightly, what, he's like, yeah, what did, what did Sam say? <laughs> now, that, know, but that's a good one. That, that'd be really interesting to see. Yeah, what what Fox um, Footy Fox League does with the colours and yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so I'm, like yeah, it'll be interesting. It, um, you know, even down to like, what is the first game? Like, what two teams do they choose to put out there, kind of, for the first game, and what um, yeah, you know, kind yeah. of what 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 that kind of creates uh, narratively? So, sure. it, um, yeah, that's going to be kind of uh, one of my kind of uh, th- points of interest. I guess the other thing, and I guess it relates also to um, what, what you may even talk about, is yeah. I'm curious why they didn't do the Perth thing right off the bat. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it'll be good, kind of in, uh, in very good in round one. It's very good, I guess, at any point during the the weekend, and maybe it just has to do with. Um, I think I guess they had to attach an event sort of um, air to it, didn't they? Well, if you don't do it now, you do it in Origin. If you don't do it in Origin, yeah. then basically you, you've lost. Yeah, your of course. Chance. And, and the other issue is. Um, you probably couldn't do those things on a weekday cause nah, of, because of the time difference. Yeah. So you probably have oh, to yeah, wait right. till yeah the Saturday Sunday. I whereas think, yeah. yeah, like you know, of course you're going to start the season on a thir- Thursday or a Friday night. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I do wonder if there had been an opportunity to like yeah, kind of yeah. start the season just yeah from, from there. I think nah, yeah, it'll be great anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, hopefully they'll get like forty, fifty thousand there. That'd be good. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm looking most forward to. Uh, the Penrith and Parramatta um, showdown out at uh, Penrith. Uh, um, uh, th- one of the best days of footy out I've ever had was last year, and it was the Wests Tigers out, um, out at Penrith. And um, those Western Sydney, Western, Western Suburbs derbies, they've been forgotten in all of this development, sort of, you know, pushing ahead with, um, you know, hype and blockbuster stuff. Mm. They're, the, they're the awesome matches, these Penrith, Parramatta, um, you know, West West Tigers and Bulldogs, those, those sort of matches. Mm. Um, and there are a lot of Parramatta fans who live out at Penrith, and it's always a really good occasion out there. Hopefully the sun's out. It's the, the first Sunday afternoon blockbuster. I think there's going to be 26 um, Sunday matches in Sydney throughout the year. So mm-hmm. Greenberg and, and the NRL have obviously made a, a, massive, um, a, a massive effort to... Uh, to schedule them. Um, as he said in, in, in a quote that I used in, in this edition, the fans told us that they want more Sunday uh, games in Sydney, so mm. um, they've given them to them. Um, a bit of an odd thing with this is, I don't know whether of, whether it's because I used to follow them as a kid, but I really, I really don't care if Parramatta ever beats Penrith. Oh, God, here we go. I, I, you know how you had... And, and, and we're going to talk about the opposite yes, thing in a yeah, sec with exactly. all our listeners. yeah. I, I don't know what it is. You know how all the Queenslanders, um, you know, bunch together and, you know, when the Cowboys are playing Brisbane, it's this celebration of Queensland Rugby League and, and mm. who cares because Queenslander, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's the same with me for 
for those teams out west. It's a celebration of the west. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and yes, I do still have all my teeth. So there you go. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be the highlight of the weekend, I reckon. Uh, this is this is probably going to take us down a conversational path we don't want to go, and maybe we just kind of like you know, kind of like table this for oh, now. Are we going to talk about class? Or? No, 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 no. Well, you know, we yeah. we really should like that idea of ours you know way back you know <laughs> yeah notes to the uh, to the football department out at out at more park yeah because uh, yeah the job we we want to have at one point in our lives no we were going to change um city country into yeah. a uh, western sydney versus the rest see how awesome would that be <laughs> why, why didn't we follow that up yeah, <laughs> or, or you, yeah, you, you cultivate another opponent for Western Sydney. That is a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> I forgot about that one. What a great! We'll say that. We'll say that. We'll say that for a future podcast. R- round about maybe uh, like you know, kind of like what the, the Anzac Test or whatever. When uh, yeah, when you know, when when City Country won't be held. Oh, you could call um, them the Fibros, and and you can have a team made up of Manly and, and the Roosters, and call them the Silvertails, and Roy can host it, and everything would be awesome. Um, you can get New Zealanders who were actually born in like you know, <laughs> Punchbowl and things like that. Yeah. And it goes on the old state of origin <laughs> rules of if you live there, Listen, if you live like there, said, you're, you're eligible. We're going to table this okay, story. Right. But anyhow, like, to, to lead into the next... We're blowing all our James, quality gun powder here. <laughs> yeah. James, James made the point there because I, I've been kind of hammering on this point for, 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 for a while now. That um, And this kind of ties into all our notions about kind of team previews and... Uh, or season previews and, and team expectations and yep. what would you know, kind of satisfy fans because I have this theory that James is sick to death of, of hearing because I keep on using it uh, is um, what would satisfy a fan more actual success in a season or to beat your rival yeah. more, more regularly like so to say for example and this is really interesting everyone because Jeff doesn't follow teams. He finds this really fascinating. <laughs> Which is why the psychology yeah, of it yeah. is interesting to me. Like, you well, know, why, why don't you follow teams? Oh, I'm not really from kind of, you know. Uh, I, you know I'm not really from... I, I'm going to be partial to the Adelaide footy clubs. No, 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 not at all. Okay. Not well, at all. Because it, okay. it didn't exist when I wasn't growing up. When oh, I was growing true. up. So I've got no nostalgia for it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't... Well, I was born in Sydney, but I didn't grow up here. Um, yeah. This is uninteresting. Like you know, it's uh, no, but it's interesting that somebody who doesn't follow teams. Well, no, this is the this um, is the reason why finds people who do so interesting. Well, no, and I do, yeah. but yeah. this is the, this is one of those things about following a club yeah. that I find particularly interesting. Is it more satisfying to a fan, say for example, that your team won the premiership in a year, yeah. but then lost to their got hammered by their rivals like two or three times during the season? Is that a satisfying season? Or you know, or, or probably if you win the premiership, it's always satisfying. So let's let's walk that back a bit. If you finish fifth, yeah, you know, or fourth, let's say fourth, because top four is an extreme. You made a preliminary final. That's pretty. But awesome. you lost. Yeah, that, which is good. Like yeah. you finished in the last four is an excellent season yeah. by any, almost any almost any measure. But you were hammered by your rival that may have finished twelfth three times. So is that less satisfying than you finishing twelfth than your side finishing twelfth, but hammering your rival three times? I think where you finish is ultimately. The satisfying thing. No, see, I disagree. I, I reckon there are some fans. <laughs> there would be a large portion of fans that yeah. would want to, if, if short of winning the premiership, yeah. you know, that to beat their rival is the most important thing they can do in the season. Okay. To get those bragging rights, and I think a lot of it falls down on the dynamic of say all your mates 
support one club yep. and you support their rival or your family members and having to hear like you know all like the banter and all yeah. the sledging that you would get yeah. if your side lost you know I reckon to yeah. beat your rival you know particularly if your season's only mediocre or even just slightly better than mediocre yeah, yeah. is yeah would, to me would be would be more satisfying yeah. than you know kind of the difference between finishing I don't know, maybe inside or outside the finals is a big deal. But, okay. um, yeah, certainly not between, like, 9th or 14th. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's just another blah, non-final season. Exactly, you know? yeah, yeah. So that, that's, which is why kind of what you just said about losing to para doesn't kind of sting you as a Penrith fan no, in a way that no, not at all. I'd imagine for a lot of, um, a lot of yeah, Penrith fans it would be yeah, kind probably. of really eat at them. The, the, um, I suppose um, this is me having my go at the listener question before I read it out, the team that I can't stand losing to is the Roosters. Yeah, all right. It really, oh, it goes back to the Phil Gould, Brad Fittler thing, yeah, leaving yeah. Penrith and going to the Roosters. I can add to that. Can yeah, add to this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I very, I hate it. And we only live about a kilometre and a half away from where the Roosters play, <laughs> so it's really strange living. James there. lives in enemy territory, <laughs> but um, he's a member of the resistance. That was why so, that 03 grand final was so good because, uh, and Brad Fittler was playing for the Roosters in that team, so and we beat them. Mm. It's sort of like I've healed a little bit, but it's still. It's still, it's still great when we lose to the Roosters. So by proxy, my answer to this question is my, my wife, the, the St. George fan, yeah, she, yeah. she cannot stand the Broncos. Okay. Can, can really has a visceral response. Goes back to the grand finals. Goes back to the grand finals and goes back to Gordon Tallis. <laughs> really? Yeah, Gordon yeah. Tallis leaving the club ah, for, yeah. Um, for, yeah, for Brisbane. Because he left yes. and then sat a season out and mm. then played. Yeah. That's even worse, yeah. isn't it? No, but she, Gordy was her favourite player oh, yeah, really? when she was younger. I see that And, sucks. you know, like... Yeah, she, she was a fan of the team not because of Goida. Like she was a fan of the team. She was from yeah, from um, the area, from, yeah. Yeah, from Cogra, from yeah, that area in South Sydney. But yeah, Goida was you know the player who came to her school. You know, was very you know is the kind of guy who is an, who becomes an iconic player at every club he goes to. Yep. And then he left, you know, after and for the team that had beat them in the, you know, in, in the grand. So, oh yeah, and and that's enough to really make you hate a team for for forever. And you know, it's funny because <laughs> it was very understandable back in the day because Brisbane were really the most hateable team kind of in the yeah. league. But, but I think that's a feeling that's tempered Definitely. over time to a degree because Definitely. they're just not as good as they used to be. No, no, you know, they're not as fearsome as they as they used to Definitely be. Definitely not. So. But that's why I'd be interested in some of the responses. I'd imagine some of it among our older kind of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they go they'd understand that feeling. Well, some for, for some of our older listeners, they'd be talking about rivalries back in the NSWRL. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think some of the some of the younger ones wouldn't process that that Brisbane antipathy in the same yeah. way that uh, that uh, someone might come up from the '90s or the early thousands, oh. or, or no, particularly from the '90s. Yeah, we certainly yeah, yeah. feel that way. Wally Lewis days and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So this week's um, question was, uh, as a um, as a whoever fan, I hate it when we lose to whoever else because. And uh, so I'll just launch into these. AJ Mithen, um, a regular contributor to this show. As a Canberra Raiders fan, I hate when we lose to anyone because I expect to win every single game. <laughs> There's nothing irrational about that at all. Um, yeah, yeah, Canberra. Canberra. Mm. 
I always thought there was a bit of uh, there was a bit of a, uh, uh, a Raiders Broncos antipathy yeah. dating again. Another thing from back from the nineties when there were two the real, real two real powerhouse clubs. They both had a strong Queensland component. Um, yeah, they, they were both on the Super League side. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was the, the grand final that we never saw. Exactly, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, that, so that, was the, that was the thing. If we had that grand final, maybe there would be kind of a, more of a true rival. They were very much yeah. like two champion boxers that yeah. kind of circled around yeah. each other, but never actually, yeah, kind of, um, well, no, when I mean circled around each other, not in the ring, but yeah, kind of. Hovered around making a fight with each other, but they actually never met in the ring. Yeah, so it was some great um, games down at uh, Bruce Stadium in, yeah. the, in the middle of winter. Yeah, oh, yeah, cracking showdowns. Yeah, awesome. and, and it, it, there was just so much talent in both sides. It was like it was like kind of a mini Origin contest. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, when yeah, uh, yeah. yeah when, when they met. But uh, so that was Camera. that was the one I always pres- but I I agree. Not really a rivalry, like, no, as no. such. It's a show that they were showing off, weren't they? Those two teams, mm. uh, Karate Warrior. Oh, Karate two. Warrior. Yeah. Yep. David Gallup's biggest fan. <laughs> as a West Tigers fan, I hate it when we lose to any team, uh, like AJ said. People are not answering the question properly. <laughs> <laughs> any team which has ex-players in it who have bad-mouthed the club on the way out. So all of them. Yeah, it's really just, so sadly, <laughs> this is half the comp. After the chaos of the last few years, this includes Anasta, Blair, Woods, Moses, etc. Um, this is my place to. Oh, sorry. Oh no! You can, yeah, you can, you, yeah, God, yeah. this is really taking up the two hundred and eighty yes. characters. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, this is part two. All right, here we As go. a West Tigers fan, I also hate it when we lose to Penrith, the Roosters, or the Broncos because the commentators always, in capitals, refer to the epic comeback by Penrith, depressing Golden Point Finals losses to Roosters. And the Far King Baby Broncos disaster. Just brutal. That Baby Broncos happened so long ago. <laughs> the Baby I get his point because, wow, a footy team had young players in it. Wow. <laughs> what, what, there was, no, there was no, the Baby nothing else. It was just the Baby Broncos. It wasn't the Baby Raiders when they had all their players out. Or, yeah, it was. It's interesting how... Um, uh, point I wanted to make here. It's interesting how, yeah, kind of player movement really does, oh, yeah, 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 yeah a- absolutely ex- inflames the passion. It's, it's like a, a, a marriage or a relationship, absolutely isn't it? walking <laughs> out on me. Yeah. But here's the thing that you know, again, in my in my position as the uh, kind of like, kind of the, the the great kind of field kind of researcher of uh, of fan stupidity um, <laughs> or fan idiocy. Uh, no, no offense to all our wonderful listeners. One of my uncles, he, he, yes, he's, um, he's, he's actually kind of, he grew up in the West, mm-hmm. um, married to my dad's sister. Uh, he, I, I was, I got into a conversation with his mother. Yeah. Uh, this is getting very complicated. Know, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, Star Wars. And these, yeah, these, uh, this family were dyed in the wool Magpies fans. Yeah. So here we go, looping back to like, you know, kind cool. of calling back to the you know, part of the show. Magpies fans, not that they have uh, transferred on their uh, allegiances to the Tigers. So like, yeah. uh, there is a relevance here. And yeah, it was one of the most remarkable things, conversations I kind of never had, I think, about, um, about the league because, yeah, we were talking about, uh, you know, Wests back in the day. Or Western suburbs, shall we? Uh, Western suburbs back in the day, and she was talking about how, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, it's a thing where you know all our good players have to leave and like go on to like you know, yeah. the eastern suburbs kind of clubs, <laughs> and then you know, but yeah, so 
the thing that kind of surprised me is in the next breath, she said, you know, but that's, all f- that's fine. You know, it's really nice for them to be able to do that. Oh, really? And I was like, wow, wow. I've never heard, that, never heard this perspective before. That's a very Canada sort of esque <laughs> Oh, my God. She was like, you yeah. know, it was really nice that, they, you know, these, you know, kind of these hardworking boys from the, from the West they had been able to use their football career to go on to a better life in a better place. If you know what's good for you, you'll get out. And I was stunned. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. It's, oh, a, it's so a very rare, um, she, a, a very rare. She was today. the most reasonable fan I think I've, I've <laughs> ever come across. I have so much admiration for you know for kind of her fandom and you know it, it almost you know kind of almost you know it, it allowed me to not kind of break the ter- you know kind of not like sledge her with the idea that yeah your team doesn't even really exist in the car uh, anymore. See that was might have been her um, motivation. You there can you never go. lose or get angry or anything. There, there you go. Um, it's just it's just anime. She does know she has no feeling anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Um, All right. Now, now you can keep going. Okay. <laughs> Steel Sports. Albie. Albie. Uh, Albie at Steel Sports. Um, Dragons fan uh, beaten by the Cronulla Sharks. Now that's a good one. Yeah, that's a terrific one. Yeah, geographic proximity is always, con- you know, familiarity breeds contempt, and you know, Do you your, ri- your rival should be next door. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I don't like any of my neighbours. Do you remember um, when um, Aaron Scott wrote that feature story for us? I think it was about Trent Barrett, mm. and he went to Cogra Oval. Mm. And he just wanted, he wanted like a, you know, those um, experience pieces, all those experience anecdotes, mm. where you paint a picture of the home ground and it's a big game, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, he noticed a bunch of Cronulla fans sitting up one end of the ground, and they all had... Um, those breathing masks on and the joke was uh, we we're wearing these masks because we're from Cronulla and we're not even going to breathe your air <laughs> I wish I had seen that <laughs> it sounds like the best sledge or troll you've, I've ever heard <laughs> it's awesome I've never forgotten it never forgotten oh, brilliant okay uh, <laughs> uh, Brett Doherty Illora Steelers legend um Okay, so he's gone along the same lines as Albie. Um, he hates it. Oh, Burrell and Rams beaten by um, Gul- Gowie Rabbits. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, um, and then he talks about the Jets' uh, rivalry with the West's Magpies. Very good. Um, uh, Illawarra beaten by the Dragons. <laughs> so there you go. It's a uh, um, bit of a civil war with that one. <laughs> Uh, and when the rest of the Reds get beaten by the Adelaide Green. Great rivalry, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Darlington Point Roosters getting beat by the Hay Magpies. Oh, brilliant. The Hay Magpies in Hay? Um, I assume so, mate. Assume so. <laughs> the level of preparation that we go into in this podcast. <laughs> Matt Haynes, as, an, um, as a Knights fan, I hate it when we lose to Manly. Because they're a fierce rival and it feels so much sweeter when we win. Is that so, true? Um, yeah, rivals? probably goes back to that massive confrontation that Chief Harrigan had with um, ah, Mark Carroll. Yes. Yeah, they used to have some thunderous games. Late 90s. Yeah, right? that's yeah. it. Yeah, spot on. Jay Dwight, um, as a football fan, I hate it when any team loses to Manly. Oh, here we go. Manly, yeah. manly hate. Yeah, this is now beginning to seep out. Yes, bit, like bit, of, bit, bit of a theme developing. Yeah. Because manly losing is my favourite outcome more than my team winning. There maybe, you go. Maybe that's, that should be my shtick. Yeah, I won't have a club, but I will hate manly. <laughs> manly hate, manly hate is a is a is a wonderful thing. It's a, it's a rational thing, isn't it? Like, because you get no, to, not really, but uh, anyhow, but you, um, understandable because you get to unleash all your uh, fury on, on a group of humans. 
Um, but you know, what, what is the value in hating kind of, you know, manly? I don't know. I think because like, you know, I can understand. If I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I can understand if, like, you know, they had a certain group of players that were unlikable, yeah. or you know, if you didn't like the Northern Beaches, kind of, you know, as I a can construct. understand old Bears fans hating Manly because they stole a lot of their players. But yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, is there something eminently hateable about you know the you know the kind of you know the the community up there? Okay, you need, you need to watch um, Five Rose and Silver Tales. Of course, yeah, because well, yeah. Roy. Sits I know. Down I, I understand. I understand that. Think they're better than you. And, I think everyone else has yeah, got the complex. You know, if that's if that's the case, I mean, why isn't our why aren't isn't our animosity kind of better directed at the roosters? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? That that seems to me, manly hate on that on that reason for that reason, is misdirected, because yeah, for those reasons we should dislike the roosters even more. Yeah, we? yeah. Isn't isn't that I isn't that logical? I agree. Yeah, yeah. But, but we do hate the roosters. No, yeah, but do we, you know, I, I think there's an extra. I think there's a real. There's a do real you still f- reckon there's a greater manly? I do. I, re- I really do. Properties. I think. I think yeah. the thing is because there's, I don't know. There's there's a there when you're talking about manly. There's they've kind of got there's a, there's a fabric to kind of there to that club, and it's yeah. easier to kind of grab onto. Whereas yeah. the Roosters is more like here's this kind of glitzy front that like a lot of players kind of attach themselves to. But manly is a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I don't know. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm kind of. No, missing the point here, but um, there needs to be a thesis written on it. No, um, there really doesn't. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> some dogs barking at a cow says uh, as great a, handle. Yep, as a South supporter, um, Melly has fans. Um, I hate it when we lose to the Rorters because they're. And if you want to know where some dogs barking at a cow was going with that, then. Um, check out the responses to this question. It, it's in pictorial form, and it's this banner that uh, was held up at the footy once. <laughs> it's really, really, really graphic. Something that um, I hate—I oh, don't hate it, but um, something that uh, the Wanderers are getting trouble for oh these God. days because right. they did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so Smithy says, uh, as a Bulldogs fan, I hate losing to the Storm. Best cheats ever. Um, didn't the Bulldogs get penalised for the salary cap? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Smithy. Yeah, but what he's complaining about is they didn't cheat as well as, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're the best cheats ever. <laughs> That's true. You know, Paul Dutton. Not, not as good as we are. No, you know, not as good as they are. <laughs> yeah, he can't even cheat properly. Yeah. Paul Dutton, the legendary Paul Dutton. Um, uh, as a Dogs fan, I hate it when we lose to the Roosters. Because there's a new silver tail. See, here's the yeah. He's, see, he's, he's settled yeah, it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a logical kind of response. You yeah. know, I, I yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Uh, okay, this is going to be interesting. David Smith says, as a Tigers fan, I hate it when we lose to everyone because it's peacetime. Um, Balmain won so many premierships when the cream of other clubs was away fighting in World War One and World War Two. I don't like the path that this is going, but anyhow. <laughs> anyway, he takes it. <laughs> Not that I want World War Three. That would probably be the easiest path to a premiership. <laughs> okay, that was David Smith. Fake Dave Smith. Is that actual David Smith? Um, Jumping Castle David Smith? <laughs> um, it's... No, it's fake David Smith. No, 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 no. Is David Smith the one who just gave that answer? <laughs> Do you reckon David Smith listens to this? 
Church. I'm getting, getting excited there for a second. Because <laughs> um, then we could craft a new story out of it. You what know? do you think? Commissioners for, listening for, to Former boss of NRL wants World War III, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he t- takes time out to contribute to this. Um, this has to be a question. Why, why, wasn't, why weren't Balmain's players heading off to the war? Um, I don't know. Were they doing important work? <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. They're probably in rowing races up and down Sydney Harbour. <laughs> you know. rowing races. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is an. I, can I put this out to the community? Like you know, were they kind of doing kind of other kind of integral work in supply and so forth, and that's why the clubs, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, did, I didn't even know that that there were players who went away to the war. I'm pretty sure there were. Yeah, there would have been. Yeah, it, it, no one was exempt, were they? Oh, some people were. Uh, fake this, was, this was the AFL. We know exactly why, because the AFL talks about all their guys who went off to war without, you know, without taking a breath. That's right. I'm pretty sure rugby league guys went off to war too. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, fake Dave Smith. Um, as a rugby league fan, I hate it when we lose to AFL <laughs> <laughs> because it means we have given them a free kick and we are in crisis. Dave, I love fake Dave Smith. Uh, prof M Davis. The prof. The um, okay, so. This is going to get complicated here. As a, in brackets, theoretical, and then in quote marks, Queensland fan, I hate it when we theoretically lose to, <laughs> in inverted commas, New South Wales, because as a constitutional lawyer, <laughs> lawyer, I have a tendency to be more states' rights, states' rights than centralist. And I feel like New South Wales in the Federation occupies space that is more... And then she gets... Uh, it was an emoji, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, falling asleep emoji. That's right. So she's sledged herself at the end of all that. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to give the prof... I really like that response. So I'm going to give the prof the prize for this week. <laughs> <laughs> there is no prize, I just want to say. You've done it. But, but, but you're, you know, there you go. You've won the prize. <laughs> We've got to start handing out prizes for this. Yes, have we, we, have, we got, have we got the prizes yet? We've got lots of books to give away. So We've got lots of yeah, books yeah. to give away. Um, Some we'll, of them might even be about rugby <laughs> No, I still all those. <laughs> Actually, no, I do have a pile. Your prize for best reader response will be a book, but not about rugby. <laughs> Got lots of cricket books, don't we? Every oh, cricketer no. writes three cricket books a, a uh, summer. I'm telling you what, the publishing industry in Australia is being held up by cricket books. <laughs> it is. And this is this kind of, you know, that is yeah. that is a fantastic answer. I thought she was saying theoretically because... Um, you know, Queensland can only theoretically lose to New South Wales because it never happens in practice. I think that's what she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> JD Sloan. I thought she was going to be that thing where you know, all the Queensland. She basically backs all the Queensland sides against everybody else. Yeah, she's what I was referring to yeah. before when I was talking about Western Suburbs teams. Yeah. They all group together. Yeah. Uh, JD Sloan says, as a Storm fan, I hate it when we lose to Parramatta, St George Illawarra, Cronulla, or South Sydney. Um, quite specific uh, because they hate them, uh, hate them and Gallon, um, and Gallon <laughs> hates Melbourne. I think they're saying <laughs> it's a lovely game. This isn't it. Everybody hates everyone else. You would think the Storm could have. Uh, yeah, to me, I, I, if my my thinking would be the Storm would have a rivalry against Manly by now. Like yeah, you know, for those two grand finals, yeah, in, true. In the middle part yeah. of the decade. See, yeah, it's it's fascinating how a lot of these rivalries. Are oh, and that massive brawl that um, yeah, exactly. they had at Brookvale. Yeah. Exactly. So I would have thought. Um, I, I guess that's the one thing that we kind of missed here. That uh, what about the rivalries that were actually built up by kind of regular on-field kind of yeah, meeting and yeah, that yeah, I don't know. Everyone's ignored them. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, no, I know. I think the mean. flavor is just gone out of you. Because know? <laughs> we don't get to fight anymore, right? That's it true. Is, yeah. Yep, yep. No more Biff, no more rival. Yep, Galen ruined that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Ben says, uh, as a Raiders fan, I hate it when we lose. This is what you're talking about. Yeah. I hate it when we lose to the Sharks because I'll be hearing about it from the boss on Monday morning. And that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. basically kind of, yeah, kind of the, the source of rivalry. Let's see it. Geographic yeah. proximity, class difference. Class, or, yeah. yeah, just catching it from your, your, circle, your circle of, uh, of uh, friends and colleagues. Yeah, spot on. Um, just about do it, hey? It's yep. You don't want to mention, you don't want to talk about this month's mag? Uh, yes, I do. Um, so this month's mag is, due, is available for... Another week, in it, another week by the time you get to listen to this. Um, mm-hmm. It's got Jason Tamalolo on the cover, and it's our... The number one player in the league, according to, you know, according yeah. to Buzz. JT. Yeah. Oh, this JT. This JT. <laughs> wow. Buzz, Buzz has gone way out on a limb and said that Jason Tamalolo is the best player around. I'd still say he's first in his. I would anyway. Whenever, whenever he's on the I don't field, think you can be wrong either way. No, 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 no. They're pretty powerful players. Yeah. Um, and so we run the rule over all the teams as, as we spoke about. What else is in there? Oh, yeah, a bit of a road trip feature story about where all the uh, NRL uh, games are going to be played apart from the traditional um, senders. And there's a great feature by Matt Cleary about the Newcastle Knights, mm-hmm. about how they're going to win the Premiership this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's called Night and Day. It's basically a different. It's a different joint this year, isn't it? And, that's, yeah. and he d- illustrates it quite well. And there's a few other sports in in there that uh, you're probably not really pumped about, but um, <laughs> make sure you buy it and so that we can keep turning up and yeah, keep recording this. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um. Enjoy the footy. Enjoy opening round. And uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, actual football to talk about next week. Man, when that be cool? Finally, no more cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's still cricket being played. Yeah, yeah. but know? in another country. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, uh, Roosters. It's Roos, he's a Roosters fan, isn't it? Dave Warner. You know, yeah. Yeah. Behaving badly. So yeah. You know, yeah. Good to see. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. Um, catch you next week. See ya. Yeah.